Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another installment of the One Piece Book Club. I am your host, Justin LJ90 on Twitter. With me, I have my illustrious guest. You know her. You love her. She's keeping you mindful. She is teaching you about love. She's teaching you about yourself. Asia, how's it going? It's going. And we are joined by your study buddy, your friend, keeping you on task, keeping you on track. Wit, how's it going? It's going. This, this, this art wasn't even that stressful. I don't know why y'all coming at me. See, like, no. I, I just you, you can say that the 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 bulk of it wasn't stressful, but with the last like ten minutes are yeah. stressful, mm-hmm. it just ruins everything. Yeah, okay, that's and then we we go into the real stress. <laughs> so yeah. Well, this let's is not like the sour patch kid. Like first, but don't worry, Justin, because nothing happened. Hurt. Nothing happened. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's all. I'm and with that, we end the episode. A plus reference. A plus reference. Uh, I love it. Let's get into it. Thriller Bark, Straw Hats on Zombie Island. Uh, Wit, I'll start with you. What were just your impressions about Thriller Bark as a whole? All right. So, I'm going to be honest. When we rolled up, I was not here for it. I don't do scary. I don't do spooky. But the zombies actually turned out to be very funny. So, I was not upset. But initially... I was like, oh, no, y'all got it. I'm going to be on the ship waiting for when these chapters are over. <laughs> <laughs> but I did enjoy get to see, like, the new functions of the ship. Like, because this is the first time we actually get to see all the different stuff that's on the ship. Yeah, we, we, we get to see Frankie's creation, A Thousand Sunny. Both of you brought up, if only there was a way to preserve the Mary. We have the mini Mary. Mini Mary. Uh so it's nice to see the Mary live on in our bigger and badder Thousand Sunny. Uh, Asia, what did you think about Thriller Bark as a whole? So I'm the opposite. I'm here for all the scary. I loved it. <laughs> was very excited because you can see sort of like the the mood and the tone change, but it didn't make it like super heavy. It still maintained the lightness where it needed to be with the zombies. But the character designs in this, I love them. There isn't one that I didn't really, really, really enjoy. And that's not to say that I haven't enjoyed the characters um, so far, but the character designs in this arc, I really, really like. And we get to, you know, we get to dive a little bit further, like we said, with things like the Mary, you know, a little bit of Zorro action. You know what I like. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you know what I like. So yes. I was I was really here for it, you know, and I was happy and and I was doing real, real good. And then um, you know, you know what happened. I mean, Wit said it nothing happened. I don't know what you're Yeah, and then, yeah. then nothing happened on say, the way to everything happening. The Sunny is, you know, the big and the bigger, better, improved ship, and then we roll up on a ship that makes us look small again. Mm-hmm. Just, just I mean, a to reminder be fair, of scale. It's the, biggest, the biggest of, but still. Yeah. I did appreciate, like, we get the Sunny and then juxtaposed right next to, not even Thriller Bark, Brookship. Like, compared to Brookship, it's still kind of small. Mm-hmm. So we, we meet our... We should have took that other ship. I'm we, we meet our... Uh, we meet our next straw hat, Brook, and... 
He's a skeleton. <laughs> with an afro. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the afro. I love his design. And his personality. At first, I'm like, okay, this dude, like, he's just quirky. All right. He, he's, he's one piece quirky. All right. I guess. Then we get his backstory. And I'm like, oh, this is sad. His pirate crew entered the Grand Line 50, he died from 50 years. So 50 years ago, his crew entered the Grand Line before Gold Roger. They were wiped out. His devil fruit, he ate the revive, revive fruit, which lets you come back to life once. So he came back to life, but he couldn't find his body. He wanders 50 years trying to find his body, gets back to his body, but it's nothing but a skeleton. And then for the next, oh, how long is he? He's basically alone and isolated. Again. And he spends his time collecting the bones of his dead crew members and filing them away and just remembering all the times they had. And I was like, oh, you went mad from isolation. This is a tragedy. But wait, it gets worse. <laughs> Remember the whale at Reverse Mountain? Remember? Yeah. yeah. The whale that said, I'm waiting yeah. for someone, and they thought that he died? I mean, they were half right. I don't want to talk about it. Like, they, like they can't even let us have the afro. The afro was supposed to be fun. The afro was supposed <laughs> to be cool. And then he's like, well, I kept the afro because I felt like it was the only thing the whale would remember about mm-hmm. me. Now we can't even have the afro for right. fun. Everything's just sad. Mm-hmm. I might have done a little bit of a cry, you know. A little. There might have there might have been some crying during the, this. So the song that he plays, Bink Saka or Bink's Brew. What the anime does during that flashback is honestly sick. While they're playing the song as they're dying. As each member dies, the instrument gets removed from the song. Oh, that's... Oh, no. Until the end, it's just the piano. I'm like, oh, this is sick. Y'all niggas are sick. That's very not nice. Oh, and then they play that version of the song again later on, and it's just... I don't like the... Well, I like the anime now because they have a budget and a plan and a new director, and everything's better. Um, Dang. It's amazing what happens when Dragon Ball isn't sucking up all of your resources. Um, When the anime gets it right, it gets it right. I feel like Oda comes down to the studio and says, okay, so here's what you're not going to do. There's certain moments you can't fuck up. Brooke's backstory is one of them. Uh, So I I really like that he continues to give us these emotional connections to the characters. And what I really liked about Thriller Bark, this is the first time we get like the anti-straw hats. And what I mean by that is Moria, our big bad, is the opposite of Luffy. They both have similar goals. Moria says, I'm going to be king of the pirates. But look at the actions he's taking. He's hiding under the world government as a warlord. He doesn't actually want to recruit people. He's just building an army of zombies because you can't kill zombies and zombies can't disappoint you. He has no faith in anyone under him to actually do the job. Like, he has no desire to actively do anything himself, which is the opposite of Luffy. Luffy's whole thing is, I believe in my crewmates, I believe in myself. Uh, Moria's thing is, yeah, I believe in my zombies. They got this. We find out he's like that because he fought Kaido in the New World. 
and Kaido beat him so badly he doesn't have a chin anymore. How you beat the chin off somebody? That's just disrespectful. Just like that. Just and he said, "Yeah, he's looking like a wibble wobble now." <laughs> he does look like a wibble wobble. He does. Oh, I love his design though. Like. I yeah. I know people don't like Moria's design. I actually really like his design. It's very, it fits the theme of Thriller Bark, and it also it fits, does. it fits his it's character. Creepy. He, mm -hmm. He's like lethargic. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. lethargic. He's large. He he's lazy. Like it fits. So I I like Moria as a foil to Luffy because even when he's fighting Luffy, he's like, I'm not actually gonna fight you. Why would I fight you? I'll have mm -hmm. my shadow fight you. Like th this is. And so I, I appreciate that we get that foil to see like, oh, this is someone that went to the new world and had their spirit broken. Like, Mori is a broken man. He but says, again, he's a warlord, though. Yeah, he's hiding. And he's doing nothing. Exactly. But I think they're just the recruiting people to sit. They're literally just recruiting people to sit and warm the seat. Just sit there and look pretty. Smile, look pretty. They gave him the big ship. They gave him the intimidating aura. Okay, and they said just be. You don't gotta do nothing. Just sit there. Who is actually participating in their activities that they need them to do, besides Mihawk? Because he he to go. We love him. We Mihawk do, is... and we need to get we need to get him out of there. Like he better be like a double Honestly, agent or something. Because I'm I'm getting fed up. Nah, Mihawk is a model citizen. Mihawk had one perp. Well, not one purpose. Mihawk's whole thing was Shanks. Me and Shanks are rivals. We're gonna be rivals. Then Shanks came back with a missing arm, and he's like, "I, I can't kill a man with one arm." But now so, okay, he has cool. a new, well, not real rival. They're not really rivals. He's just intrigued. Oh yeah, he, Zoro is nowhere near on Mihawk's level yet, but he he has respect for Zoro. Yeah. So he's got nah, a friend. Mihawk is big chilling. I, I would say friends. Yeah, they could be friends. You can be friends and enemies in the world of One Piece, as uh, Luffy and Kobe yeah. demonstrated. Yeah, we're enemies. Yeah, but you're still my friend. Like, if we got to fight, we got to fight. But we're still cool. Still my friend. Yeah, like, I don't have anything against you personally. It's just right. situationally, just... don't get in my way. Exactly. <laughs> Basically. So I, I like that. I, th I think as you were alluding to this, Moria doesn't actually want to be the king. He's just sort of hiding. Like, he's just sitting there like. Yeah. But that's I... something that I do appreciate seeing, too, because you're in this situation, you know, now, and it's kind of like, you can't go back to being a regular civilian. Yeah. After that. There's really no way to retire. Like, there is no, I'm gonna open a bar and serve drinks. So I feel like for what he went through and for the way that he has exists now, because his spirit is broken. Like, he does not, he simply does not have that connection to this world but he understands what the position of the pirate king can do and what it means to other people yeah so right now he's big cooling like everything is a bore you know everything is eh, i guess like he's not really motivated to do anything or change anything and i'm that's why i do like that luffy encountered him to just be like hey you know, people can say these things and it would be foreign to you, but they do have their own motivations. Whether or not those motivations are in alignment with yours doesn't really matter. But a lot of people might want that outcome. How they're going to use that outcome is going to be different. Like the same way like Moira is 
is chilling and the way that Mihawk is chilling is very different. Yes. True. That is an but excellent the thing point. Is, like, what, like, even if he did become, theoretically, he became the Pirate King, what would change? Nothing. He would no, probably yeah. stay on his little, because he has the largest ship that we know mm -hmm. in this universe. Yeah, he so doesn't far. need another yeah. ship. He has the biggest ship. And he has a he has an army. unlimited crew that can never right. die. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need anyone. He has a doctor and thousands of souls to entertain him. His doctor literally brought back that bitch to entertain him. I we're not gonna talk about that. Oh, no, no, that no. was sick. Like <laughs> that was so. I the huh, audacity. The audacity. When I say a bitch, I'd have been in there a best assistant studying every single book he had in there. Bitch, I'm going to find a poison today. We're going to get rid of you or get rid of me. Listen, you, you have the audacity to bring zombie, me back yeah. from the dead. Somebody finna die. <laughs> like, that's what There's no like. way. Again, so back to the whole anti-straw hat thing. Mm -hmm. Hogback is the anti-chopper. Chopper is all yeah. about the preservation of life through medicine. Mm -hmm. Hogback is why do that when I can just make zombies? And bring them back, which is so sad because Chopper was so excited to see him when he found mm -hmm. out he was on the island. He got so excited. Yeah, it, it Hogback is one of the most disgusting villains in One Piece. Like he's just sick. His treatment of that what killing that woman just so he could bring her back as an obedient zombie. Audacity. Audacity. I was like, Chopper can't kill you enough times. <laughs> and speaking of just, she was, so she was on some, she was on some ho shit though. When she tr decided to test her man, talking about some, if he really loved me, he won't care if I break his shit. Bitch, you better put my stuff down. What the fuck? Like her hatred for the plates. Oh yeah, the 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 way the shadows sort of maintain. Also, I I appreciated the whole thing being centered around shadows because all of these people are just shadows of themselves. They're not I whole people. I never even thought about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, they're not whole people. They're they're shadows. Right. They're shadows. Like even because so, I was thinking of like zombie. Well, even Ryuma, the foil to Zoro. Zoro wants to be the best because that drives him personally. He has a reason for it. Ryuma with Brook Shadow only exists to crush things. Like I, I don't want mm -hmm. to better myself. I just want to crush everything in front of me. Mm -hmm. And. When he fought Brooke at first, I was like, okay, Brooke's going to get his shadow back. Nope, wasn't even close. No, that shouldn't hurt. Then when Zoro fights him and they end that chapter with just him on fire standing over Zoro, I was like, oh, no one's beating this man. Okay, <laughs> got it. That is a beautiful panel, by the way. Just Ryuma yes. on fire holding in the sword. In color, it was insane. Oh, that's such a beautiful panel. Mm-hmm. But now Zoro has a new sword to replace the one that was destroyed at Enos Lobby. Yes, new sword. Mm-hmm. And I also like how we said this one has, like, all of his swords have personalities. Like, oh, no, this one's a problem, child. <laughs> you don't do what I tell you to do. Got it. Okay. Which we, we already had the problem, child, that broke the other sword. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so having like, two. Oh, I'm the but, only, I'm the only bad bitch around here. Right. And so we have the, the samurai from the land of Wano. Uh, before we move off of Ryuma, Ryuma is actually a character from Oda's first work, Monster. Everything that happened in Monster is canon. It actually happened what? in One Piece. 
So when Ryuma says he slayed a dragon, that actually happened. Like everything. So that I've, whole universe is canon. Yeah, it's all it all happened in the One Piece world, like thousands of years ago, or whatever, however many years ago. Mm-hmm. So not so not really. Yeah, I, I, I mean, girl, I'm already on it. <laughs> Basically, I'm already on it. I it's not re- it's not else. really relevant to like stuff that's happening now. It's just a nice little. But fun Oda fact. wrote it and he's got dragons. Oda wrote so it I'm already and gonna read world. it. Mm-hmm. And there's a samurai. Like, mm-hmm. come on now. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not bad at all. I enjoyed it. Um, we also have our anti Sanji, who is just he's a predator. Like, there's no, there's no way he's a predator. He's a predator who yes. can turn invisible. And seeing Sanji rearrange his face was just so satisfying. Mm-hmm. And can we just take a moment for Sanji? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he moving up the list for me. Like, I feel like Sanji didn't really get a lot of FaceTime until very recently. Like, in the past, like, two... Or three arcs for me. I really started noticing, you know, a little bit poking. You feel me? And I like that. I want to see more of that. Yeah. But the, the thing is, like, they didn't give him a whole lot of time until, like, the very end. And then Sanji would come in to save the day. He did yeah. it with the... We did it with, did, did it with Baroque Works. Every single time we encounter, it was the end of the day. Sanji come in talking about some... Otis the cafe on the phone. Save the day. Twice. <laughs> yeah. In and major it was just events. like that snippet. Yeah, it was just that snippet of him. But we also see him be like very sensible in his dealings with people. We just don't see a lot of it. Because he's yeah. so nonchalant. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate this is Sanji starting to get like more, like you said, more screen time, more active things to do. Sanji takes a very, I don't want to say passive role, but a very behind the scenes role. Yeah. And we're really starting to see him take center stage. So that's cool too. Yeah, I like it. I want to see how they're going to um, use those characters too, because I I saw it with like with Usopp where, you know, he ends up becoming like the linchpin for a lot of character growth. And I'm very curious as to how they're going to use some of the quote unquote like minor characters to propel that so it was really right. nice to see like sanji be a little bit more ahead of things and not be not to say he was ever an afterthought but just be like the oh i'm the sensible guy that's coming to pick everybody up so we can go to the boat because y'all are bugging <laughs> like it's good to see him so i yeah. i really did appreciate that a lot for um this arc i will say what if like my we... oh go ahead oh no i was gonna say i feel like we haven't seen him like break yet like we've never seen sanji break we've seen sanji be upset at a couple things when we were on his original cruise ship but i feel like there's damn it justin (laughs) Mm -hmm. i feel like there's gonna be a moment where he actually breaks and we get to watch that and Mm -hmm. i know i'm gonna cry and I don't know yeah. if it's going to have something. I don't know if him and like, like him and Zoro are finally going to duke it out or like somebody's going to roll up and test him or like somebody's going to call him out and he's just not going to be able to handle Cause we, he's just always been that like, he, he, ha ha, come get your food girls first though. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But on slightly on the composed side. Right. I feel like it would be probably him feeling helpless or something just not making sense. That's like something's going to have to happen to mm -hmm. break him but it's gonna be a lot uh, see every time Justin <laughs> turn on the camera <laughs> while we're recording that face he has mm -mm. I'm scared <laughs> oh, you should I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit scared I'm but scared. I feel like it's either going to be like a flame out where he ends up like having a moment and wiping like everyone on an island or he just like loses it and like leaves but like he can't leave like yeah. that's what I'm saying his I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Because, like, know. his his thing, right? Sanji's, like, everybody's got, like, a goal. I think that's one of the things I really like about this crew is, like, we're not all just, oh, we're going to make him Pirate King. Yay. We're pirates. We're going to get gold. Yay. Like, everybody has an end goal. They just want to meet that goal, and then, like, they're chilling. Mm -hmm. Like, Zoro want to be greatest swordsman. Sanji want to find the all blue. Nami want to make a map of the whole place. Usopp... He kind of just out here, but you know, yeah. he wanted, <laughs> he, he's probably the only one that's like, just out here. Luffy want to find the one piece, be king of the pirates. Mm -hmm. Everyone has an end goal. Chopper, he, he just kind of out here too. He just wanted friends. Mm -hmm. So he already got what he came for. But like once Zoro becomes the strongest swordsman, then what? Once Nami completes her map, then what? Once Sanji gets to the all blue, if it's there, now what? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I, I get you completely. And I've wondered that too, because like, yeah, obviously like this, it's still going on. Like chapters are still being released. So folks have found stuff to do. But I wonder if these goals are even things that are as finite as they think. Because it's, it's not going to be that easy for Nami to, you know, Map the play, whole, yeah, yeah, like do like her whole like cartographer thing. It's not going to be as easy for Zoro to be the greatest like swordsman because that's always going to be a thing that's like challenge for Luffy finding the one piece. That's a very finite like it's either you found it or you, or ain't you find did it. it. Yeah. And same so with Sanji, like, you either yeah. find the all blue or you don't find you the all don't. blue. So I wonder how the how the the psychological like pieces of that are, are going to work like long term because at the end of it, they're still all on the ship and they're still like moving toward like these goals, but there's nothing to say that these goals are going to continuously keep them together. And then who's going to decide whose stuff is more important? Like, right. if Sanji has a place to go to find his thing, and yeah. Luffy has a place to go to find their thing, like, what are they going to do? That automatically puts everybody at odds, and it splits It splits the crew. Because you can't you can't navigate without the navigator. Right. Who's going right. to see y'all? You need people that are capable of fighting. And that's not to say that everybody can't hold their own in all of these different ways, but everyone... Does they need each other yeah, to function. Yeah. function. So I feel like ultimately there's going to have to come a time where they have a group goal, where they have something that they are all working all for that for, helps yeah. put them on the same page. Because this isn't sustainable. Like right now, they're just out here moving from place to place. They're, you know, they're learning more about the world too because they're coming from a place where these are just idealistic things that they've thrown themselves into. 
And now they're learning about the world. Now they understand what the grand line really is. Now they're starting to understand how the world government actually operates. They're starting to understand some of the motivations of the pirates. They can get into situations where they see that, like, again, you and I can be at odds and we can fight, but I don't really hate you for real. You're just in my way. Time, right. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see how the group fares because we do understand like the individual like needs of the characters but what is their need as a group like what is the kind of community that they want to form and like what is the end goal and i feel like especially after thriller bark like seeing zoro be so dedicated and so devoted to luffy i feel like their group goal is going to be to make... They're going to all be like how Shanks is. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, no, before I die, I'm going to make this man the Pirate King. Right. Like, that's going to happen, period, point blank. But, like... That's I don't be know. Because then everybody's motivations are so strong. It's going to be hard for me to see, like, Nami... Like, Nami is going to be with the shits, and she's always with the shits, but are, is, is getting Luffy to Pirate King and finding the One Piece more important to than her, her no. own singular motivation? I, I don't think so. Like, she, I mean, we haven't gotten, like, a clarification or an update on how she feels about pirates. Like, she happens to be part of a pirate crew right now, but all of the things that happen to her, like the trauma, the things that happen to our families, to our island, those things don't go away. Yeah, they don't go away. And that's the same thing with Sanji. Like, that's the stuff that he went through. That's not going to go away. I mean, not, not me for real. She's just there for the money. They could be a circus yeah, crew. That bitch would be she, out there on the boat. Like, she would be, though. She really would. <laughs> She's like, oh, y'all sailing? Way. And you could finding money? But I'm there. <laughs> Tell me when my act is. I'll come out in costume. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm really nervous about when we get to that moment when Sanji finally breaks. Because mm-hmm. watching Usopp have a meltdown hurt. That shit was bad. And he, <laughs> he breaks down all the time. Yeah. Sanji, do, it does not it does, yeah, do that ever. Like, we even saw Zoro break a little bit, you know, back in his childhood. So we've seen him yeah. struggle. And when he was confronted with his goal, he, we saw that he's more resilient and not being able to, you know, get his results right away. He confronted the strongest swordsman, realized he wasn't good enough, and then just went back to training to get better, you know? But I don't know what it's going to be that... I'm just nervous. And Justin doesn't give any reassurance at all. No, he doesn't. He just gets really quiet as we work these emotions out. Like, you see how he didn't have anything to say? And just smiles to himself. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was just a great discussion. How's it feel, Justin, to just know all of the I'm things? Gonna give, I'm gonna give you some reassurance. <laughs> it goes back okay, to let's what hear it. it goes back to what Zoro told Chopper when Chopper first joined the crew. Chopper was like, "You guys really aren't a crew. You're just a group of individuals." And Zoro was like, "Yeah, that's true. We're all a group of individuals. We all have our own goals and ideals, but that's what makes us work." At no point will Luffy ask any of his crew to set aside their dream for his. And vice versa. That's why they work so well together. At no point will Luffy ask any of them to sacrifice their dreams for him. Because they know... Luffy knows that he... 
if the, if the choice came between being king of the pirates or helping his friends achieve their goal, Luffy would choose his friends 100% of the time. That's his get down. To Luffy, the treasure, and we get into this a little bit more in the next arc, but to Luffy, the treasure isn't the one piece. The treasure is the friends we made along the way. No, the one piece is not the friends we made along the way. The one piece is an actual treasure. But to Luffy, the treasure is in the adventure and the friends he has. He yeah. will drop that in a heartbeat if it means saving his friends or preserving their dreams. That's why they can also willingly give up themselves for his dream because they know he would do the same for them. And like Zoro tells Chopper that back in Alabaster, that's that's why we work together. It's not like a bunch of people saying, oh, we're loyal to Luffy. We only care about Luffy. It's no, we're a group of friends that are down for each other. But you are correct. There are going to be times where they are going to have to split just by the nature of, yo, what we're trying to do, we all can't be in the same group for this to happen at this time. So that's a dynamic to keep out to keep a lookout for later on. Um, I want to touch on two things. Perona. I love Perona's design. I love Perona as a character. I love her devil fruit ability and her fight was amazing. The fact that her ability is, among other things, can make anybody around her depressed. Arian. But it doesn't like, work to on the point her. of immobility. Yes. To but the it... point of immobility, depressed. Yes, I feel your feelings <laughs> real quick for me one time for the one time. But it doesn't work on Usopp because he's already depressed. Yeah, listen. AF. Already depressed AF you know? to the point where he said, okay, and... He's like, all right, well, what else you got? Cause you're sad. That's cute. Me too. Like, let me <laughs> let me tell you a tale of the last of the last two arcs. Let me tell you about that time when X Y Z like they tried to kill the ship. Oh my gosh! I'm still I... not over it. Oh my god! Even me just making that joke hurt my stomach. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Still. Literally Ooh. watching Usopp defend that ship with a freaking slingshot, I want to punch something. <laughs> I hate it so much. It's so sad. When uh. they started cheering on Usopp saying, you have so much to live for, I lost it. They're like, don't give up. You have life to live. It's like, yo, what? It that was hilarious. But also, that whole fight is basically too Perona is the anti-Usopp. They're both negative people who rely mm -hmm. on the theatricality and deception. But Usopp can actually back up the shit he talks. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. Perona and is definitely... She, not only that, but she was like seen as the, the trump card because she was able to put everyone down. Mm -hmm. Usopp's oh, yeah. usually not seen as the trump card of yeah. the ship. He's usually the last yeah. to go out there for real, for real. Oh, he's by far, he's the weakest member of the crew. Perona is mm -hmm. probably behind Ryuma in terms of just raw power. Because Perona's a, like, she's so broken. You can, f one, flight. Flight in one piece is a broken ability. If you can fly, you're going to win 90% of the time. Which, speaking of fly, Miss Robin, talking about some bitch I can fly for how many, what'd she say? What was it, four minutes? Or a couple seconds? Mm-hmm. Bitch, where did this come from? <laughs> she made hey. wings out of her hands? No. Listen. No, she's just making shit up now. Well, so I don't see the problem. 
this is Oda starting to realize, hey, Robin's ability is really cool. Let's explore what she can do with that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, so I really love that fight. And I also love that Usopp wins by lying. Like the whole thing is just a giant lie. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. Uh, also him putting on the mask saying, save me, Sniper King. Just, again, great character moments for Usopp. But the star of the show for me was the fight with Oars. Because that's the first time in the series we have seen all the Straw Hats fight together. Mm-hmm. And I love that fight, not because it's all of them working together, or not just because it's all of them working together, but it, it gives the crew something to do while Luffy's chasing Moria. But even when Luffy gets there and Luffy shows up with his nightmare form and doesn't win, like, they weren't just, okay, let's stall the villain for Luffy. It's, okay, Luffy's here. Cool. Let's take a breath. All right, Luffy lost. All right, back at it again. And everybody gets up. Everybody has something to do. Everybody makes use of their abilities. It's just, this is how you use an ensemble cast. The fact that the plan, the plan hinged on Chopper's medical knowledge, Nami being able to snap freeze him in place, Sanji's raw, Sanji and Zoro's raw strength, Brooke's speed, Robin's versatility, Frankie's ingenuity. Like, they beat Oars by doing what all of them do well. Mm-hmm. And nobody is wasted. Nobody's just standing around saying, Goku, save us. They're all saying, nah, it's okay. go time. Let's yeah. get it. And everyone, I think, not only utilized their abilities, but kn- knew exactly when. Like, the chemistry was, like, just so. It was it was great. And again, that that's what makes them a crew versus Moria's collection of zombies. Yeah, I was going to say, mm-hmm. I feel like that, again, brings up Justin's point when Zoro pointed out that they work well because they're individuals working together. They're not, oh, we follow Luffy because then they would de- they would be dependent on him. They would be like, oh, when he shows up, he about to shut it down. We can we can all relax now. But because they're all having to also think of their own at the same time work together with these people they're not just okay we're we're here and then he is above us do you know like even after they finally take down moria usopp's the first one to say yo we can't keep living like this (laughs) like he, he says look luffy won this time but we can't keep living like this something's gotta give and to your like to your point they're all painfully aware that they cannot be solely dependent upon luffy as we find out why right after this shows up so in the background of all of this happening right kuma shows up one of the other warlords of the sea that we met back in skypea kuma shows up and he's like hey moria straw hats here the the Sengoku said, hey, we got to take down Straw Hat now. Maybe two warlords can take him down. Moria was like, they think I can't do it by myself? Bet. After Moria gets his ass handed to him. Which Moria loses because he panics. 
all Moria had to do to win is run out the clock. I was going to say, he literally just had to run the time down. That was he, it. He didn't have to throw a singular punch. He could have done what he's just been wait. doing this entire time. Sit on his ass and he would have won because they all would have died in the sun. But because he panicked, he absorbed all those shadows and then got them beaten out of him. Good job, Moria. But again, that, that fits his character. That fits his character. character. Cause you know what? You didn't even think it through. Like you were so completely unbothered and not even overconfident, but you, the, the nonchalance. Like I think it really- was also a little bit of uh, Kuma showing up and them him being like, oh, they think I'm a bitch. I mean, I know I don't do nothing, but I'm still a warlord, right. you know? Right. So I think that kind of played into it also. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, I feel like un- if, they- if Kuma had never showed up, he probably would have been like, why don't I need to engage? I'm already lazy. Let me continue to be lazy. But because they tried him... He was like, oh, bet, let me try and show out. And then that's when everything happens. I mean, we try to be big boss, man. You better back it up. Although, what what do y'all think of Kuma? Like, j- just as a character, Asia, I'll start with you. What do you think of Kuma? So his double fruit ability. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was very, very interesting. But... Okay. I guess I don't I we didn't really have enough like time to really like get to like his motivations, but I felt like he was really cool. Oh yeah. Also, was that a Bible? Yes, it is a Bible. Good eye. He walks around with the Bible. Cause I wanted to ask because I feel like religion has played a very weird um sort of peripheral part of things like with the names of swords and abilities and stuff like that but that was the first time that i'd seen like a direct reference to something that wasn't within like the asian diaspora when it came to like religion Mm. yeah so that had me very very curious i have that in my note literally was that a bible question mark asked justin um and i wanted to know like how that played into like his motivations for real. Yeah. Because we've not seen anybody with a direct religious object in that sense. So that opens up like a lot of things. But for the most part, I think he's really, really cool. And the, the paw palm thing, I want to know, like, I wondered if there, because, you know, like with Chopper, Chopper can like, you know. I wonder if there's sort of like evolutions to that. Oh, like, you know, uh, sort of like an evolution to the devil fruit, an awakening to the devil fruit. Yeah, because in the same way that Chopper has like his different modes that he goes through. So for me, like every time I see anything that sort of like is giving animal, I immediately start to wonder about that. That's definitely something to to keep an eye on. You know what? (laughs) Another pin wit. Oh, no, that. It wasn't even a pen like that. It was just something to, to keep an eye on. I love Kuma. I love Kuma's design. I think his design yeah, is one of the I best. Oh, he's, so, he's so cool. He's so and cute. The 
the way that the ability works is really cool. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm starting to like now because as we continue in um, to the story, we're seeing these devil fruits that are manifesting in like really, really cool ways. And, you know, like that's something that's going to keep me infinitely interested because there's there's no other way to describe it than by saying it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, wait, what about you? What did you think about Kuma? Um, he what was the admiral that showed up with the ice ice power? What's his name? Aokiji. Kuzan. He was giving me him 2.0, but in a in a bear form. He you know what? Yeah. gives mm-hmm. off those vibes so hard. Like mm-hmm. I travel by myself. I go yeah, to the I'm destination they told me to. I show up. I do what was asked. Nothing extra. Yep. Nothing less. And I leave. Yeah. He gives me that that vibe very heavy. And yeah, I don't I, know if he is because like again, like the the warlords, they're not they're not really there for the government. They just kind of took the name. But I feel like he's one of the few that's actually responsive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like he's one of the few that actually is like, oh, we're here to do the job. Yes, sir. Um, I've I'll have those papers turned in to you by the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah very by the book very we're gonna right but it's it. like yeah. what does he do in his free time does he just chill with them right so that's why i wanted to know like what his motivations were and that's why the bible was really interesting to me but like in general we don't really get to see a lot of him like we get to see this little fight like where does he be at where do you be hanging yeah, when you're like, not in the streets from? yeah because we saw you at the meeting mm-hmm. unlike and a lot of people that were yeah, at, that at the long. meeting but like, where were you in between that? Yeah. And you know what? They're gonna have to start like putting their itinerary and their schedules in here <laughs> because how did he get from the meeting? I was just about to say, but at the same time, though, like, I can't say what I want to say until we get to the next part. Yeah, but- we're gonna have to wait because like, there's other things that we we can factor in, but we can't. Re- we're not. But ready we to can't really butt us yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. But Oof. not even that. It's like, what are the limitations? Uh, I can't. I'll, I'll bring it up next time. But I okay. just want to know. There's got to be limitations. There's got to be criteria. So, I'll I'll say this. Assuming that powers have a limit is how folks get killed in this world. Oh, yeah, I don't think. No, I, don't, I, I feel like they have evolutions. Like they can be exhausted, but oh, true. Then it's gonna be like, what's going to be that point of exhaustion? Because even right. with Luffy, like we're seeing, Luffy got a gear two. Right. We've seen the yeah. gear two. Like we're it, seeing, we end up seeing evolutions of the power. True. So, and especially, especially the the whole like warlord enforcer type beat. Like they're never slouches so i don't really feel like there's going to be much limitation i feel like his limiter is the fact that he does want to do things by the book his limiter is the fact that he does want to preserve whatever it is that he thinks he's helping preserve by showing up and doing you know i'm saying that work which at the same time like he has that same factor that smoker has he's got that same hard limit that smoker has low-key if those two were to ever Oh. Be friends? That would be a problem. That would be a big problem. <laughs> For other people. Yeah. But would. like... But I would they, like to see it they, also. They're on the same path. I too would like to see it. Yes. They they have that same mentality. 
that same vibe. If if him and Smoker and oh Ice Ice Boy, mm-hmm. would they need a fourth? I don't know who the fourth is, but they need somebody else. But if they ever made a crew, man, that'd be pretty interesting. And that's like the the things that I wonder about too, because like in the earlier arcs, right, you get to see when people show up or you're fighting folks. Like even now with Moira, you see like who their quote unquote crew is, like who they travel with, who they roll with, like the the people that they depend on. So you have a range of their ability and their limiters based on the people they have around them. So we don't get that Ooh. with them. We don't get that with Kuma. Like, yeah, is he just a bitch boy for the government? Does he just right. sit and wait? And I doubt it. I doubt I that anybody's like, moving like that. There's there's no way for him to have become a warlord. Like, how would they have picked him if he was riding solo? I mean, like, Miog's different. Like, he'd just be floating on his little rafty raft. But, like, he was established. Do you know what I mean? And so, Mihawk like, is a little bit more sociable, too. Yeah. It's like we've seen him, like, on the islands, like, doing things, but, like, with people. So, so even where did if they we get don't him? see like the crew, crew where did the bear eat? come from? Right, little Justin? paw hands. His little paw so hands are so cute. Right? Yeah, it's adorable. They're so dangerous, but it's so yeah, cute. It's so cute. You know, that's the best part. I'm sure we're gonna see more of them. Oh no, no doubt. Yeah, because no, no one ever, shoot. no one ever just goes Shows up. into the good night. Yeah, so. So before he became a warlord, his bounty was two hundred ninety-six million yes. berries. Yeah. When I saw Kuma, that, when they went into the little thing, when they were going into the meeting and they were like, "Oh, so and so with this bounty," I was like, "God dang! Mm-hmm. What did you do? <laughs> Everything. What did you do?" <laughs> uh, also, we find out that Frankie is not the only cyborg, and that there is a brilliant scientist out there, Doctor Vegapunk. He's turned Kuma into a cyborg that surpasses Frankie. He's got lasers. He, in addition to an absolutely broken down fruit ability. He has lasers, and he's made of a, a metal that Zoro can't cut. Hold on. So, okay, is it possible? Probably yes. Is it possible? Probably yes. We're gonna have to discuss this in the in the next in the next one. Yes, we are. Because if the things that we find out that can happen in the world now, if if folks is gonna start having cyborg parts, oh. that that means that they can be under the control or influence of other people. Not only that, hold on, because this is something that as soon as now nah, he to turned the, the camera island, on, I'm as soon as, as soon as we got to the zombie island, I was like, hold on a second. So you're telling me that there's a way to just bring people back from the dead. Right. We can bring people back. So right. then, mm-hmm. if we can bring people back, why were you so bent on killing off an entire nation of people so that they couldn't talk? Right. And if you could have controlled them using their shadows or turned them into zombies, why didn't you just why, do, why that? You do that? Because it would, it w- it's a bad look ultimately for you to wipe an island. But if you set it up so that like a warlord does that, then it doesn't. It's not a a weird. I thing mean, the, the, the world, thing though, right? how many people know that they wiped the island aside from Robin? That's the other thing too, and then because I feel like that would have been the talk of the town, no matter where that happened at, because mm-hmm. that explosion would have made a big old mushroom cloud. But then we so, go back to what we were talking about in in the last in the last episode or in, earlier in this one, where the world is so purposefully segmented and the access is spotty and controlled by the world government. 
and the only paper in the world is under the influence of the world government. There you go. So they control that information. And we you already talked about how all of the books are old. All of the things that they're yeah. referring to are decades, decades old. So the things that are happening within like a Robin's lifetime. If the news ain't no news. Who's the journalist? The only like, thing. Like ain't no Anderson Cooper. The only thing. Because how are you going to economic- do that? Yeah, the only thing the World Economic Times published about that was this seven-year-old child has a 77 million berry bounty. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you would think she probably would have tried to tell somebody, but did they brush it off because she was a child? Who gonna they believe just pushed her? it off to the side? Yeah. Because and they said that she was lying, and all of too, a sudden like... she's wanted. Maybe they put the wanted on her because they didn't want her to snitch also. Yeah, not so much exactly that they're, they're not so much that they're worried that she can read the shit. She probably can't read shit. She's a child. She was like seven. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely a protective measure on a lot of parts because if you if you code her as a criminal She can't then... nobody will believe anything she says. But again, how do you keep that many people from knowing? Like to blow up an entire island Who would know? What do you mean who would know? Everybody that was there would know. Everybody that was there would know. But who was there? They're dead. dead. Who would know? Who was there when it happened? The only people that were there when it happened are either dead or firing the guns. So, Mm -hmm. who would know? They're all dead. She was the only survivor, and then she's on the run. The islands aren't actually close enough to each other. So, it's kind of like... In the Caribbean, like you could see, or you might see some clouds over there, but you have no real concept and travel in between the islands. Who's about to go paddle out on a boat to go see what but happened? He, but even the Ice Ice Man, who I, I, I'm sorry, I keep calling people by their no, powers I, no, and by their fine. abilities. Ice Ice Man is fine. <laughs> too many names. <laughs> Ice Ice Man, who even saved Robin in the first place, who had no business doing that. He was there, he's alive. He didn't yeah. even pull a trigger. I mean, he did kind of kill his homie on the island, though. He did, but I'm just saying, if he can do that, who's to say that there were not other people there that felt kind of weird about that also? I mean, they saw that man shoot that other boat that might have had a survivor yeah. that said, hey, I'm not saying nothing. He go kill me. But there were people on that boat that watched him shoot the boat. Mm-hmm. Fascism, baby. That's how fascism works. No, somebody's got to say something. This is how fascism works. All it takes for evil men to prosper is for good men to say nothing. uh, Like, you got to, somebody's got to have said something. Mm -mm. Who going to tell? You going to tell? Nah. I mean, I'm not going to tell the fuck I look like. (laughs) But I'm just saying, I Uh, feel like, I don't know, man. Nah, it, it. you're starting to get a glimpse of just how corrupt the world government is and just how the 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 under the underlying message of they, this yeah it's bad yeah the underlying message is all cops are bad because even cops like smoker and kobe who believe in truth justice in the american way are upholding this corrupt system you can't be a good person and uphold this corrupt system which uh, on time and time again they have chosen not to do. Mm-hmm. Like how many times the smoker let straw hats go now? I At mean the one. The, no. Well, no. The the 
The first time he let them go, it's because a bigger nigga with a bigger figure showed up. And he was like, uh, actually, I don't want this smoke. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> uh, he let them I'm, go in Alabaster twice, though. Oh, no, he did. Love, uh, no, the first time mm-hmm. Ace showed up and he was like, yeah, yeah. I'm, once yeah, again, I'm about to fight him. Yeah. Problems I don't want. Yeah. Like, I can I can go. Y'all got it. Uh, last thing on Kuma. Kuma didn't know that Luffy and Ace were brothers. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't, don't know that know. they're brothers. Okay? But I like that. I like that. Yeah. I do. So that, that, to me, that let me know that the government doesn't know that they're brothers. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's the part that I like. Sengoku probably knows because he's cool with Garp. And Garp's their grandfather. So Sengoku knows. But the wider government's like, yeah, let's not make that information public. Let's let's. If word got out that the, the thing is right, if they knew that Luffy was Ace's brother and they know who Ace is, they would not fuck with Luffy. They would be like, Bounty, okay, and what? You want me to go fight Ace? I feel like quite the. You opposite. want me to go fuck with Whitebeard's people? Are you insane? I'm see, with, I do you know I'm what he's trying to do right way. now? I don't I'm see the Asia same way. One. Yeah, because I feel like what they would do because they can't fuck with Ace is they would try to find a way to press Luffy and the crew as a way to get back to him, to blackmail him or to have him under their control. Because remember, their whole thing as a world government is we want the strongest, but we want them working for us. For us, yeah. The illusion of them working for us to keep everybody else in line. So what would be the better way? As soon as they know that they're brothers, he'd be like, oh, and he's younger and he's like, let's press him. Like this kid is moving around the grand line crazy like he's from place to place they would just dedicate all of their resources and the warlords they've already run into him naturally so it wouldn't be too much of a hardship to, to run picture into yeah. that meeting being about getting the crew yeah. out of the but grand also, line and expeditiously they also don't know that he fucks with shanks though they don't and that's they a bigger problem than him fucking with ace if yeah, we're gonna be Ace honest, don't even be around like that for real. Like he'd be around, and but unless be around. If, if he didn't have a bounty on him, Loki, he probably would have been cool with Blackbeard. I mean, he's still kind of cool with him, but he I, just, you know, he got a bounty on his head. I think, given what Blackbeard has just done, I don't think he and Luffy are gonna be friends. Yeah. No, no, I mean not now. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> that's, not that's a little bit out of the question now. But yeah. that potentially could have been another relationship. But Shanks. And him being cool is an issue. Ace and him being cool is an issue only because Ace is connected to Whitebeard. Luffy, Luffy is so tangentially if, connected to two of the four emperors. Now you're getting they it. Were ever, mm-hmm. ever, 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 ever fuck with Luffy to the point war. where Ace came in and then people jumped Ace and Ace somehow got taken down. Now Blackbeard has lost two men. It's fucking raps for everybody. Yo, wait. That might actually be the thing that fucks around and unites the powers. Bitch, no. 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 Because if something happens to Luffy, Ace is going to activate. Yeah. If Ace activates, going to lose it. Whitebeard is going to activate. activate yeah. And if something and happens it. to Luffy, Shanks 1000% is yeah. going to activate. That would now, be how many people them. are connected to Shanks that want to make sure Shanks is okay? Because Shanks' crew is lit. 
They be yes, out they here. are. That and little man that be eating the chicken all the time, that's my man's. I like him. <laughs> I do like him. He's but funny. Yeah. yeah, he is. But I think that would be the one thing. that The fact that they don't know is very, very helpful and very, very smart. I hope that we do see a little bit more of the connection to the other emperors that we haven't seen yet. I'm sure it's going to be there because Luffy, pure heart, Care Bear Beam, you know, the, the whole, whole crew beam. is on their Care Bear Beam. Like, we love each other. We're just, we're here together. We're we're exploring the line. Like, the, the pirate, pirate folks, they're going to love that. The folks that actually care about the world, they're yeah. going to go up for him. And that's why he ends up having the random protections or he just ends up in these situations where people are just Those like, you know what, let's feed them. Let, let's just feed them. They're fine. Like, they just did, like, these things for us. And they're racking up these stories going from island to island helping people. This is a mess. This is going... It's going to be bad if they this really press mess. Luffy for real. It's going to be bad. It's and not mess. just it's off not the strength of the straw Luffy, hats. They're going like, to. They could, they could not even try to press Luffy, right? They could... Because, like... I'm, I, can we even say? I don't even know if we can say that yet. Save it for the next one. Save it for the next All one. All right, I'll save it. Um, <laughs> last thing I want to do before we get out of here on Thriller Bark, we we talked we we mentioned it in the beginning as a joke, but Zoro taking Luffy's pain. God, here we go. One beautiful panel. <laughs> yes, that but was... oh god, just so it's so good. And the nothing happened symbolic of like just, just the it's not even symbolism it's literally happening i'm taking the burdens of my captain so he can be the king I, yeah I, but ain't nothing happened though nothing happened love it and i Dude, love that there. sanji Ooh, emotional intelligence don't, don't tell luffy how is he gonna feel if he knew that zoro did that nami getting the treasure so the crew they got so they got money money now they got the money from skypea and the money from thriller bark and this arc ends the same way it began. It begins with the mini Mary going to Thriller Bark. It ends with mini Thriller Bark leaving to go on their next adventure. Yes. And what an adventure. Like, I, the anti-Straw Hats get away the same way that the real Straw Hats showed up. I, Oda, people tend not to like Thriller Bark because it's between Enos Lobby and Saba Odi. But I enjoy Thriller Bark. I'm glad y'all enjoyed it too. Catch us in two weeks for Saba Odi Archipelago. Those of you that know what's happening, pray for my mm -hmm. pray for the crew. Pray for them. Um, okay. Peek behind the curtain. They've already read Saba Odi, so they know what happens. Um, <laughs> which means you you should be reading chapters 490 to 513. A quick read, only 23 chapters, but oh my gosh, what a 23 they are. Catch you in two weeks. Take care, everybody. Remember, follow them on Patreon, support them on Patreon, follow their Twitch, follow their social media, love them, support them, give them your money. They are my guests. I could not do this without them. Asia Wit, thank you so much. Support them, and we'll catch you in two weeks. Later, everybody. <laughs>